Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. Today's... Oh, oh, hey, I'm leading this one. Go ahead. So today's episode is... Uh, passing Through Gethsemane. Good job, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> I was worried there for a second. I was like, he doesn't have it! <laughs> uh, Gethsemane is a, it's, it makes it a more memorable title, I think. We pay attention when they have biblical allusions like that. But this was a very intriguing episode. Lots of food for thought here. What did you think, Brianna? It did a lot of things to my brain. <laughs> my personality's been wiped. <laughs> it was interesting to see people in in the living room here slowly start to figure out what was going yeah. on. Well, I, I had heard Kurt was like, I remember what happened in this one. I was like, oh, that's a good plot twist. that first night. Like, <laughs> and Natasha yeah, like had with her. She's like, Oh, I remember. Oh, I got it. One by one. Everyone's always like, oh, yeah, this this happened. And I'm like, it's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But... But we had seen the Poor mind, guy. yeah. We had seen the mind wipe thing in a previous episode, last up season, I think. Was it last season? I'm guessing. I don't know. Right. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah. I remember watching this and having all kinds of conflicting feelings about it because it's it's a strange dilemma. First off, you have Garibaldi again, kind of standing in for the audience. Is kind of like I don't know. I'm kind of an eye for an eye sort of guy. Um, Electric bleacher. <laughs> Which I guess... Yeah, you tell, oh, you tell t- the story? No, so, you, you tell the story. Okay, so apparently, at, I don't know, lunch or something, with the actors, the guy who plays Garibaldi, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of it right now. Okay, anyway, we'll think of it later. But he actually said that in conversation. Like, he was a he was a very, oh. you know, strict, con, you know... Conservative. conservative. And he actually won... He was a radio talk show host after this. Yeah. Um, so he, he was for the and, penalty. And, yes. uh, and Jay Michaels took that electric... Bleach line from him to use in a. Actually, I think they took those two specifically in that scene because I think Mira Forlan is much more on the left side of things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like, so their actors are. I think he said like their actor, their cast is kind of from different <laughs> political spectrums. And I guess you could said something like, "I can't believe you just said that." <laughs> so they, I think he very purposely put those two in that scene because otherwise, why why would Dylan really need to be in that particular yeah. scene? It was, yeah, as an excuse, but because yeah. that's the only part she was in this episode at all. Well, no, there's an interview with him. The interview with Brother Edward. Which I have to just point out since we mentioned it. His speech about the Gethsemane is very, I I really enjoy that. His, you know, his recounting of what he finds the emotional core of his Mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting. I would have guessed, what what would a non-Christian person say would be the emotional core of Christianity? My, My first thought would be like, love. Yeah, that's kind of the the main impression. But that was a very interesting choice there. And I think it shows that generally this episode had a much better grasp of Christianity than most TV shows do. Mm-hmm. You've talked about forgiveness <laughs> in like a non-crazy way. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and that's the, the, the mind-bendy thing about this whole plot line is that the whole yeah. death of personality thing is kind of weird because like the guy said, like, how do I ask forgiveness for things that I don't even know that I did? It feels like a little bit of like overriding the free will thing, which is, you know, that's not a very Christian idea. Yeah. Just saying, the guy that actually like hung brother Edward, he has killed more than one <laughs> He's killed multiple His people. eyes. His, it was in his eyes. Like, you've seen things. Yeah. Um, that could be. Oh, then at the end, she, he just shows up there. and Yeah, but I mean, it's it's weird because we, the whole death of personality thing is weird, but it does have results. Yeah. Obviously, it's like, it's kind of icky, but... Uh, was that Will Wheaton? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, it I mean, looks like him, the, the guy at the end. I don't think so, but I mean, granted, I don't know a whole lot about what Will Wheaton 
I didn't follow Will Wheaton much until he became an internet celebrity. <laughs> See, that's I just thought it looked like a younger version of him. It could be. With uh, a man ponytail thing. Could be. I, I have no idea. I like the uh, Theo's like, you were just saying forgiveness is hard. <laughs> like he was. That was funny. Yeah. And Sheridan stands in for a lot of people there, too. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought. I felt like his his reactions like okay come on like the whole like I'm gonna punch you right away sort of thing is like okay it's a little over the top but then it's like well he did just see the guy get tortured it made a little more sense if I thought about it. Sure, in his hardcore justice meter, yeah, you know he he like this has to happen, yeah, and exactly here, but he I he he was saying like he, for a monk to. He, he was really in the in the midst of like kind of downing his own God's mm-hmm. own forgiveness. But you know, in the in the moment, uh, you know, all Christians wrestle with this whole forgiveness thing. I mean, forgiveness is hard, even for people who grew up in Christianity. It's it's so counterintuitive to our human way of thinking in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much supernatural. Yeah, I mean, true forgiveness. So, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, you've talked before about. Uh, Episode from season one being a good one to show people that as a dilemma, yeah. this is kind this of a good, good standalone. I feel like this episode is sort of the Babylon Five version of Psalm Forty Two from Lost. You have to remind me which episode. That's the is. Echo episode. The plane crash. One. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That's the whole show. <laughs> the other plane crash. I, I know what you meant. The one, the, the little plane. Yeah, the yeah, the backstory episode. Just because it's a very, you know, it's a very uh, religious heavy episode yeah. that does a, a decent job of. No, oh, there's so much Charlie stuff. in that episode. Oh my! There's goodness. a Charlie in this episode too. That's totally different. <laughs> That's totally different. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out how Brother Theo says he did. Theo says he didn't have the resources to hunt it down, but yeah. Brother Edward did, and they're like tech specialists. <laughs> I'm like. Just get on a computer. You guys, like, do data mining for, like, your job. I know. Or, like, watch the news or something. <laughs> the The whole way sometimes they do their cross-referencing stuff sounds very strange in the role after the age of Google has yeah. started. And it takes, like, ten days to process any search. Like. <laughs> now, I, you know, they, there's 200 more years of info and a uh, lot of alien races. Okay. I, but, that's, that's, that's maybe, that's I mean, it's obscure. Yeah, I know. You see, like, Google four minutes, before. four hours. It's like, it took us a while to figure out how, how the connection's here, but we happen to know that he just accessed this, like, a few minutes ago. Yeah. We were able to figure that out pretty quickly, somehow. <laughs> so, like, how did, Okay, whatever. We got we got a pretty big explanation of uh, Mimbari religious beliefs now, which is the universe is trying to figure itself out. Through us. Through us, yeah. Somehow. Yeah, I think that was most directly ever explained that. I mean, she's always talking about the universe and... Yeah, possibly, yeah. But she never said, like, we don't worship a god or gods. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I guess they pretty much explained Narn. Well, some of it. Some. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're talking about their understanding of what souls actually are. It was interesting, compared, considering we saw the whole thing with soul hunters, that the soul was an actual viable thing, but apparently it's still not actually... They still don't think it's... Well, I think the problem is that... Localized? The, it was weird. Well, I think the problem is that, that then you're, like, trapping a part of what the universe n- needs to go back. It's, I suppose, like, yeah. in, it's supposed probably, like, reincarnation if suddenly you just stop someone from being reincarnated. Oh, uh, I guess. Well, especially since they have the whole belief that Mimbar souls being reincarnated into. Yeah, I suppose that's true. It's it's a strange belief system, but... yeah. Like she said. <laughs> I, I, I think the Minbari actually are probably the closest to Jacob Michael Straczynski's actual beliefs. Mm-hmm. He probably would take a much less religious, spiritual sort of aspect to it. And he would. I feel like he would sort of blend their beliefs with Franklin's beliefs some way. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where 
JMS personally lies. But obviously he has more respect for Christian beliefs than a lot of secularists out there. Well, like Mimbari's do. I mean, they don't... That's true. They they just say, oh, everyone believes what they believe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. Um, And then we got a little bit of uh, Theo poking fun at Sheridan's lack of definite belief at the beginning. It's a very (laughs) belief-centered episode. Episode. That's true. And, of course, the return of Lita. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you even forgot about that. Yeah, and all the rest of it. The actual thematics are in this episode are actually a little bit more interesting than some of the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lita's back for I guess she's also. There's a lot of recurring characters in this season. I just I just kind of realized we were talking about last episode about Veer, who's still a main cast in an intro, but he still kind of comes in and out. Lita, I think, is kind of a recurring member, but not quite as recurring. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't actually seen uh, Marcus since the first episode. That's true. So yeah, I forgot he was even. I forgot he was even in the intro. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, all right, we're gonna get more of him, maybe eventually." Maybe. I, I think we do see more of him than Keffer did. No, we saw Keffer. <laughs> so I remember him much more fondly than Keffer, <laughs> which is not oh, yeah, hard yeah. to do. Yeah, I was like, do you remember uh, who Keffer like, is now? Wait, who? The pilot guy. They were see, like, oh yeah, <laughs> we put him in the intro. We gotta kill him now, and you've already forgotten him. Yeah. So just goes to show you. So was Kosh inside her? I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember that whole... I mean, exactly how that all works out. But there's obviously some serious weird mojo between Lita and the Vorlons at this point. Yeah. I love that scene where, like, anyone else creeped out by this? And they're all like, yeah. (laughs) Raise your hands. Yeah, it's almost like... I want to say it's sort of like a symbiotic relationship almost at this point. Because it came out of her mouth and her eyes and her nose. Yeah, my my impression and or maybe things I remember and I don't remember don't take is maybe that's communication, you know, like hardcore telepathic, like I don't know, but I don't know, <laughs> honestly. Well, we shall see. Maybe you want to do. One we should probably thing? T- we should probably touch on one. Okay, I, th- I wonder if you were thinking that too. Yeah. So we 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 are working on our telepathy here. Yes. Take my leave. Thank you, Brianna. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So, Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Brain? <laughs> well, yes, but if they called them sad meals, then no one would buy them. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, Valen. Valen! <laughs> I was thinking, too. Man, that was, a, it was, again, one of those things that you know what's coming up. It's a hardcore drop, but otherwise it just seems like Lanier geeking out. About more mythic stuff. Yeah, about religious stuff, because he was, you know, because he just were, does that. They were just doing that. But Valen appeared... A thousand know, years I'm, ago. I know, a thousand years ago, and he was... Mimbari not born Mimbari. Yeah. <laughs> so does the audience know who that is? Mm-hmm. It is Sinclair. We will see that episode this season. Later this season. Yeah. So we'll... You'll, you'll see. <laughs> Deb is looking at me very confused. That's but. why humans and Mimbari started sharing souls. Isn't he, it? Yeah, because he basically... Sinclair is the one who takes Babylon 4 back a thousand years in the, into the past to Do help start them the, the Great War. With their Shadow War. Yeah, their first Shadow War. Yeah. And, he is basically, and he basically becomes like Dylan is now, half human and half Minbari. But he looks more Minbari, essentially. I don't remember how that actually all happened. No. I just know it. It's like a two-parter episode, too. Right. It, yeah. It's the sequel to the Battle of War episode in season one. And it's a two-parter, so we'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. So now that you, we've all kind of reminded you all things that, that will be coming down the road. <laughs> I, I kind of do. Kind of. So I don't remember details at all. I just remember it being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those like little like milestones of, mm-hmm. of Babylon 5 lore. 
But pretty soon, those start season three start kicking up a notch. Mm. So I looked up after the last time we saw uh, Brother Theo. I was like, and you said you, he came up again. I was like, okay, when does he come up again? And so I looked up. So it's this one, and I guess he's like in one up one other okay. episode. But it was interesting to see him back again already. Yeah, it was it was a good setup that way. I mean, Jim Uncle does a decent job of setting those little mini arcs up, whatever, since he kind of knows what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So this, again, a very thought-provoking episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, be sure to tune in to us at The Weekly Hijack. Derailtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. Uh, Listen to, into our mainstay program. And if, in case we haven't mentioned it on here before, and hopefully you should know at least somewhere by now, but uh, Go90 is not the only place you can be watching Babylon 5. That's true. Be, Amazon Prime has it probably by the time this comes out. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. It's, it's on there now. It's, it wasn't out. It started out at the beginning of June, I think. Oh, okay. So I thought it was going to be late. So I, I've been trying to poke people that direction a little bit more now, too. We should post that on our Twitter account. Yeah. We have a Twitter account, guys. Yeah, so check us out, D-Roll underscore trains. Yep. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye.